0: Hello, this is Danielle Savory, and you're listening to It's My Pleasure, episode number 137. In order for a woman to fully step into her power, it is essential to incorporate her pleasure, sexual, and beyond. In this podcast, I will teach you how to use your mind, tap into your body, and take action to creating the most orgasmic life. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 everyone. How are you doing? So I was debating kind of how to structure this particular podcast episode and how to talk to you about it. And nothing was really coming to mind with me. So I'm just going to talk about it and we'll see where this goes because I think that this is a really, really important conversation, one that I have with my clients, with my friends, and one that I've just been reflecting a lot on recently just for my personal life. So last week I sent out this email and it surprised me because It was just an email. You know, sometimes we have these plans of the kind of things that we want to talk to our audience about. And other times I just write. I just write what's on my mind, what's going on. And this was, this email was one of the latter. And it was titled, How I Had Amazing Sex Last Night and How You Can Too. And by the way, if you're not on my email list yet, what are you even doing? Get on there. (laughs) I give these little insights all the time, especially since I have not been on social media lately. So make sure that you're on my email list because not only do you get fun little things that keep your mind in the game of pleasure throughout the week, but it also is just you get to be the first to know about any new offers that I have coming up, which are quite a few in the near future. So you're going to want to be privy to those. So get on the email list. Anyway, beyond the point. So I sent this email and I was so surprised how many people responded to it, how much comments I got back about how this was such an amazing email, how I read it and I immediately you know, took into consideration what you said and I made those changes and this is what happened. Uh, even my clients that are in my programs that get all of the information and the tools and the teaching were like, oh my goodness, that email just hit me. I felt like you were talking directly to me and it changed everything. So let's talk about the email. Let's talk about what I talked about in the email and why this is important for all of you all. So the other night I had great sex and... (laughs) I have a lot of great sex all the time, but why this was such a novel experience for me was because when I thought about the sex that I had and the circumstances that were going on a few years ago, this would have seemed so not possible, so not even on my radar it was it was not the middle of the night, let's be real. I'm kind of a granny and I like to go to bed early, but I had gone to bed, I had been asleep. My husband, who does not like to go to bed early- <laughs> were at the same time with me, had not been to bed. And he had come up later and was being really loud and woke me up. And we have this ongoing joke about how when I get woken up from sleeping, I'm like the sleeping dragon. <laughs> like, you do not want to wake the sleeping dragon. I'm not a pleasant person to be around. I usually say things that I have to apologize for the next morning. It's not a pretty picture. Anyway, so I was irritated. He had woken me up. I was just like huffing and puffing. In bed, annoyed, <laughs> half asleep, but not really asleep because I was irritated. You know, when you get irritated, it like jacks up your nervous system even more and it makes it harder to go to sleep. And as I was laying there, he hadn't even come back to bed yet. As I was laying there, and I was just like, Ugh, it makes me so mad. Like, how dare you wake me up? Can't you just be quieter? Blah, 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 blah. I just had this like inner knowing, like this like little whisper that was like, you don't really want to feel like this. You don't really want to feel annoyed and irritated. And it felt in such a contrast to what I had intentionally been thinking about my partner and what I actually wanted throughout the day. Because earlier in the day, I was like, you know what? I just want to feel connected To him. I want to feel connected to us. Like we've been apart for a while. Like, I just want this like juicy connection. I want to have sex with him. I want to have that post like coital flirtiness that happens the next morning after you've had like a great, you know, sexual interaction. Like those were all the things that I had been thinking about during the day. Something had come up in the evening. So we didn't have that time to actually connect intimately. So it just felt like such this like complete contrast from what I had really woken up wanting for myself to feel in my body, what I wanted in our relationship and what I just wanted as far as a connection feeling compared to what I was actually feeling, which was frustration and irritation and disconnect and kind of just like resentment and like, ugh, I'm so annoyed with you. (laughs) But I had this whisper of like, oh my gosh, like this is literally the opposite of the way that I want to be feeling. And in that moment, I was like, well, you could just have sex right now. And my brain's like, no, 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 I can't. I'm too frustrated. I'm too irritated. I'm half asleep. I'm tired. I have to wake up in the morning. I don't even know if he'd be interested. What if I get rejected? Like, I could, there's always tomorrow. Like, let's just wait till tomorrow. I can plan for it. I can't get my brain on board. I can get my body on board. Like, all of the reasons that this was not a good time, that pleasure for me was not possible. It was like this complete, just like vomiting so quickly and like rapid fire excuses of all of the reasons that it was a no. But because I have noticed (laughs) very frequently and I have such a strong awareness around how my brain does this, I was like, okay, brain, I hear you, but what if? Like, what if? This is exactly what you need. What if it's just fun and playful? What if you gave yourself permission to let go of that, like, righteous frustration that you feel that you know you just love feeling right and righteous and mad at? Like, what if you just let that go and instead just open up into the space of vulnerability and intimacy and fun and pleasure? So, That's what I did. And one thing led to another, and I had an amazing connection with my husband. I had a juicy sexual experience. I had mind-blowing orgasms that I would not have had had I not given myself permission to ask, hey, but what if? What if pleasure is possible? And this is the thing that I see with most women and most of my clients all the time, is that we consistently write the possibility of pleasure off. There's so many moments that we push it aside and we don't even consider it or don't even entertain the idea in the possibility of pleasure because of X, Y, and Z of how it can wait till later, of how it's really not that important right now, and all of the reasons that it really makes sense not to pursue pleasure. Because at the end of the day, I find that it is so easy for us to let our mind really go to the possibility of pleasure when we don't come up against the resistance of it being right then and there, but also how we really do have a higher belief when it comes to pleasure when it is circumstances that seem very easy, that seem very conducive to pleasure. For instance, If you're getting ready to go on a vacation and maybe you do have kids, maybe you do have a very busy life or a dog or all of these things going on, like your work stresses, and you're like, oh, it's going to be so nice. We can get away. We can go, you know, be in the hotel room. We don't have to worry about anything. And we can just make sweet, sweet love and spend all of this time and not be interrupted and really discover each other and have like so much fun, right? Pleasure seems so possible because in that instance you are seeing (laughs) that there's nothing else that would get in the way of pleasure. So you're like, of course, of course pleasure is possible here. It's so easy. It's so easy when all of my life stuff isn't around. We think like, oh well, pleasure would would be so much easier once the kids go back to school, once I have more structure to my schedule, once there's some predictability. Oh, it could be so much easier, like once these house visitors are gone, or once we get this, like get through this big push. Like maybe you're going through some financial stress, and you know that once this one thing is taken care of, or you're going through a house remodel, or you're going through. you know, some other project around your house or some big project in your career, in your work that's taking a lot of your mental focus, or even if your partner is going through a big push, right? I have a lot of um, women that I work with whose partners might be experiencing, you know, this really stressful time, like, you know, it's like tax season, or they're working on a case, or they are dealing with something big in their career right? So whether it's their career or your career, our brain goes to, well, once that's through, once we're through that, then it will be so much easier to connect. Then pleasure is so possible. But this, my friends, is exactly where we have the opportunity to grow our belief muscle in the possibility of pleasure, Cause guess what? It's really easy to believe in pleasure when everything is going your way. It's really easy to believe in the possibility of pleasure when you don't have to worry about anybody else's schedule but your own when you don't have kids or house guests or pets or you know things going on around your house or coworkers or bosses or anybody else like interrupting your mental space, yeah. Pleasure is really easy then. It's really easy to believe in pleasure when that happens. But what about believing in the possibility of pleasure right now in your current life circumstances? When your plate is full, when you're fucking tired because you've been going, going, going and taking care of everybody else, when you're frustrated with your partner and you're not seeing eye to eye on something, what about believing in pleasure then? Because that's the moment when we're actually changing our lives. We are not here to become these turned on women when our life is convenient and conducive for it. There is no growth and change in that. You're not actually changing who you are, how you believe, how you own your sexuality. If you're only falling into the habit of when it makes sense and when it's easy, then I'm going to pursue it. Then I'm going to make an effort. Because guess what? Change requires us to come up against resistance and it requires us to come up against friction. And if we are only believing in pleasure and the possibility of sexual pleasure and connection and intimacy happening when nothing else is going on in our lives, that's easy. That's what. That doesn't make any change. That's what you're already doing. But my hunch is is that you're listening to this podcast because you want to grow and change. You want to see what it's like to be a turned-on woman in your actual everyday life, not just on vacation, not just when shit is just flowing how it's supposed to, but when it's hard Because when it's hard and when life gives you a lot of circumstances and when you're feeling stressed in your body or when you're not feeling super connected to your partner, that's when we have to dig a little bit deeper. That's when we have the opportunity to find out who we really are and how important pleasure can really be for us when we give ourselves permission to pursue pleasure even when that's when you find out what it's all about. A turned-on woman isn't a woman who is just waiting for life and the universe and her partner to line up and be perfect so that she can then feel good. A turned-on woman is the kind of person who is exploring deep within herself and coming up against all these resistances and moving past them. Allowing herself to be turned on even when it doesn't seem like maybe she should be, even when society tells us we should be paying attention to other things, that of course we should be taking care of everybody else instead of feeling good, that of course we should wait until the next day when we can make everything perfect and line it all up in sequence so that we can set ourselves up for the perfect sexual experience instead of being willing to have bad sex because maybe it isn't perfect. When we have to swallow our own ego and our righteousness (laughs) with our partner and decide that our connection and what we want and the pursuit of pleasure is more important than being right. That's when we get to really figure out what it's like to be a turned-on woman. That's when we really get to experience what pleasure is all about. Because the truth is, pleasure is possible at any given moment. We just don't give it a chance to show up. We just don't give it a chance to even be part of our experience because we're so quick with those habitual events that say all the excuses of all of the reasons that it can wait or that it's not possible or that it's not going to happen. We're so quick to go to all of those reasons. We don't actually even pause long enough to say, but what if? Maybe, you know what? Maybe brain, maybe you're right, but also maybe pleasure is possible right now, even though I'm tired even though I just got woken up, even though my partner is frustrating me, even though I have a lot of shit to do tomorrow, even though I had a lot of shit that already went on today, pleasure's still possible. And what if pleasure is actually the thing that is going to fuel you to take you through the next day, that is actually going to set you up so the next day is already better, that you're experiencing more pleasure Because you gave yourself the possibility of pleasure right now in this moment, tonight. Because again, it's so easy to feel confident in our orgasmic abilities on vacation, (laughs) when nothing's going on, when we're not stressed about anything, when we're not under pressure about something, when we don't feel like everybody is like pining for our time and our attention. It is really easy to feel confidence in your ability to pursue pleasure then. But the magic is tapping like into that turn on version of yourself right now with your never-ending to-do list. Right. With your house that might be chaotic. With your schedule that might be chaotic, with your boss that might be crazy. <laughs> It is allowing ourselves to really find that sexy in the ordinary, in the hectic, in the chaotic right now as you are. It reminds me of something that I learned on one of my meditation retreats. I suppose probably, I don't know, like 12 years ago or something, but I I was sitting there in meditation and it was so easy. You know, I was at at this beautiful like forest retreat. I could hear the river in the background. We had just had this delicious lunch and I'm sitting on my cushion listening to my instructor and then he rings the bell and I just felt this calmness already in my body and it was so easy just to drop into rhythm. It was so easy to follow my breath and immediately feel that euphoric feeling that you feel when you're totally connected with the present moment and with yourself and with your body. And it felt like such a contrast then when I went back home and I was like, you know, I felt so inspired after this. I felt so calm. I felt so like, oh my gosh, I'm so capable. I totally know how to drop into my body and find peace and find calm. And then I walked into my house (laughs) and it was nuts. And I still felt that calm for a little bit, but it didn't take long for that sense of calm to immediately evaporate. Because even though I had learned how to find the calm in this place where I was like retreated away from my regular everyday life, I hadn't learned how to find it in my everyday. I hadn't learned how to tap into my body with my kids screaming in the background. (laughs) And so this is the same kind of thing. It is easy to do this when you are taken out and removed from your life. And I do encourage you to still do those things. Get out of your everyday life. Go on vacation. Go rest. Go make sweet, sweet love to your partner for day in and day out with nobody else interrupting you. 100% do that. That can really, really fill our bucket. And also it can give us evidence that it's still there. We still got it and we want it. But don't let it stop there. Because the real work and the real growth change comes when you come back and you apply that to your everyday life. You apply what you learned. You apply how you used your mindset to tap more into your body. And you say, you know what, but it's still possible here. I can still find calm here amongst the chaos. Pleasure is still possible for me here, even when. Because the growth and the change that we're really wanting at the end of the day is to have that lasting feeling of satisfaction, right? To go after that satisfaction. But you know what is really satisfying is being the kind of woman who puts it on the line, who sees all the excuses in her brain and pursues pleasure when. Everything else seems like it is a better reason to not pursue pleasure, to go into those situations without certainty, without knowing how it's going to be, but to just have the courage to say, but you know what, it's still possible. It's still possible I can feel good in my body right now, despite all of these things. That is truly when you get to grow, when you get to change, and when you get to find out what you're made of. And on the other side of that discomfort, on the other side of all of those excuses, and I know that there are very legitimate reasons, but on the other side of all those legitimate reasons, but you say, yeah, I see that and and this is going to be really good for me, and this is worth it, and this is important for me, and you know what? This is what I really, really want. When you decide that and when you're committed to all of that stuff more than all the other shit you have going on right then in your brain, that's when you get to really, truly feel the impact of what it's like to be a pleasured woman because it is not just a pleasured woman on vacation. It is a being a pleasured woman in your life. Okay, everyone, go out and remind yourself to keep working on this muscle that pleasure is possible. When your brain comes up with all the excuses, notice it. Understand maybe they are legitimate excuses, but what if? What if it's still possible to have pleasure? What if this is exactly what I need? What might be possible? And you know what? This is actually at the end of the day, what I want more than what I'm feeling and experiencing right now. I want that connection. I want that growth. I want that pleasure. And me being open to it is the first step in making all of those actual realizations in my life. Okay, everyone, as always, it's been my absolute pleasure to be with you here this week. Go out, keep working on increasing that muscle and believing in the possibility of pleasure. That is the number one thing that is going to shift you into really, truly becoming that turned on what pleasured woman. And don't forget to write a review. If you enjoy this podcast, if you've been listening consistently and you have yet to write a review, I really, really appreciate it. I read every single one of them and I love you for being here every single week. So thank you. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk with you soon. Bye.